me tell you about Anchor by Spotify, which is the easiest way to make a podcast and the app that I use to make this podcast, Five Blue Firefighter. It's everything you need all in one place. First, Anchor has all the tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. If you host off Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple, and many others. Everything you need all in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. My name is Nick Higgins, firefighter and author of the Five Tool Firefighter book. Each week, we bring you an inspiring message or person to help you become the best version of yourself you could be. This journey is for the long haul, not the short. Now let's start our journey to becoming the best version of ourselves we could be. Welcome to another episode of the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. Today's episode is going to be about situational awareness. This is the third attribute in the book of the Five Tool Firefighter. We're going to discuss why it's so important to be situational aware. The different examples of situational awareness, what situational awareness is, and how the first two chapters play into situational awareness as the third key attribute. So let's just talk about what, first off, what is situational awareness? You know, we hear talk all the time, you got to be situational aware. You, but people don't know what that means. There's a lot of people that don't really understand what situational awareness is. But it's our way to assist you and your team, firefighters, in accomplishing your goal. It's, it's a way to do that. It is defined by, and I'm reading this right from my book, situational awareness is defined as being aware of what is going on around you based on where you are compared to where you should be and the ability to recognize threats to the health and safety of yourself and those around you. Basic definition of, of situational awareness. However, it's, this is not something you just have as a firefighter or as a fire officer or anybody in any profession, in any walk of life. You just don't, you're just not born with this great sense of situational awareness. You have to have an understanding of the job. You have to have an understanding of the components of other things around you. And, and that's why it's number three. I made it number three because of the first two. The first one we spoke about is leadership, self-leadership, self-discipline, and how learning, training, getting better every single day and advancing your knowledge is so important before you even get into firematics. And in the firematics we spoke about, and you speak about firematics and why building construction, fire behavior, reading smoke, size ups, company operations are, are very, very important. To be situationally aware without understanding the components of firematics and having the ability to the leadership to get better, to understand these areas, situational awareness cannot happen without having the first two. You can't jump into situational awareness without having an understanding of building construction or fire behavior, company operations. And there's also something else you also should be understanding your crew. And I talk about that in situational awareness as an example of understanding your crew, utilizing the situation. But before I even, even touch on that, there's three ways. There's three key ways that you can use to become 
better at situational awareness. And it's through perception, understanding, and prediction. Perception is the ability to recognize information based on the access to the information needed to make a decision, something you perceive. The understanding of it is having the ability to comprehend the information and make a sound, safe decision while determining the validity and the completeness of the information you've been receiving. And then the third part, third key, is prediction. A little bit different than the first two of perception and understanding. This is where you take the information you've received and you use that to forecast the situations or the outcome during and even after an event. Now, like I said earlier, in order to be have a high level of situational awareness, to be situationally aware, you must do, do and know your job first. And what do I mean by knowing your job? It, it, it's quite simple. It's knowing and understanding your role on the fire ground better than everybody else does. You know your job to a T. At any given moment, moment in any given time, no matter how big or small that role is, you understand that role. You cherish that role, you honor that role, and you embrace that role. That is the first thing you can do. In order to be situational aware, you have to understand your role. A nozzleman knows his role or her role, the ins and outs of that role. A chauffeur knows the role. A company officer knows their role. They all understand their role. They embrace it and they make sure that everything they, that they're doing goes into being the best part of that position it can be, no matter what it is. But how do they do? They learn from other firefighters. They learn from training, like I said. Everything we talk about, it's in chapter one in leadership. It comes from that. It comes from discipline. It comes from learning. It comes from training. That's where all that comes from. Bettering yourself, having mentors, asking other firefighters around the firehouse, on other stations. doesn't matter, but that's how you do it. But it's also having the understanding and the ability to do the other roles on that crew. If you just know your role, that's great, but you're tunneled into one thing, pigeonhole. But if a nozzleman, or I should say, if a backup man understands a nozzleman and a nozzleman understands a backup man, that's a better compliment. Because you know each other, you know the tendencies, you know what each other's supposed to be looking out for. If one misses, the other will come back it up. A hydrant man, the same thing. The chauffeur. Everybody can help somebody out to help the crew assignment run smoother, their mission go smoother. And that's, again, situational awareness because you might have picked something up along the way if they had an off day. And the reason I say that is because we're, we're human. And sometimes we have a bad day. Sometimes we have an off day. Sometimes it was a very long shift. And you're waking up at 2, 3 in the morning for a call. And now this is the real one. Before you're getting a lot of fire alarm activations, you know, a lot of stuff. And just the day was just, come, just piling up, not much rest. And you're woken up in the middle of the night. Well, you know what? You might not be at your A game because you got woken up. Now you have to kind of get through it. And you might have missed a few things. It's not an excuse. But it's an understanding that that's why training, leadership, discipline, understanding your role, understanding the roles of the other people, other firefighters on that crew 
is so important to the overall success of your crew and the overall mission that's taking place. That's why situational awareness is a number, it's a number three in the five tool firefighter. But like I said, you can know it, but you have to train on it. And training is where it really comes into play to be situational aware because you can take the other roles and you could do, in a sense, go, like for my department, we have a training center in our town. So we can take our engineer, we can swap roles and we can say, well, today for this evolution, the officer is going to be the backup man or the chauffeur and the nozzle man is going to be the officer. And we're just going to rotate through scenarios in that sense. So everybody has an idea of what everybody's doing at some point. And always keep fresh with that. Sometimes help have the, the chauffeur, the driver, the engineer, whatever you want to call him, hit the hydrant. Because there will be times it might be a, a short crew, short staff, or a volunteer crew where it's three guys and they have to hit the hydrant. Well, I and I know firsthand, being a driver on an engine, I had to do it. I had to hit the hydrant. We didn't have enough guys one day. It was a short day. We got called to a fire. Told me you're, you, we got to go and you're hitting a hydrant. So I did, and it wasn't something that I've done much of at the time. But I made sure I knew it. We practice it, and it we practice it in different drills. We we time we have time drills we do every few months. We do a time drill at the hydrant. How how fast it takes someone to prep the hydrant, and we make everybody do it no matter the rank, because you just never know when your number is going to get called to have to do an assignment that you haven't done. In X amount of time, you just never know. It can, and that's where complacency kicks in. You can never un- know when you might be someone who's just standing there, but have shown up from another apparatus, and somebody needs help with a hydrant. And I'm using a hydrant because it's just something that popped into my mind. But you might be showing up as an officer to another engine. You might have parked, and you're walking up to the scene. You see a, a hydrant man fumbling with set with prepping, and or he they might have prepped it. And it might not look right. Might be something wrong. Might be some kinks, or it's not improperly anything. And no, oh, I've been practicing. I know that. Like back of my hand, that doesn't look right. Let's fix that, or make them aware of it after after the call. You don't want to shut down water, but you want to make sure you have an understanding of what's going on before. If you're going to be making decisions, you have an understanding of what's going to be taking place and what you want people to do. Again. Firematics is so important. Again, leadership, discipline, it's so important to get that in there before you get into situational awareness and train on it. That's where it comes into play. And, and that's like when I say chapter page 47 of the Five Tool Firefighter, chapter three, situational awareness. Without understanding firematics, knowing what you're responding to does not exist. Or is difficult to understand enough to be able to build a game plan for it. And I went even further. Not knowing your role or crew makes it even more difficult to build a game plan and execute it efficiently and safely. It's all about efficiency. It's all about safety on the fire as we know. When firefighters train together, firefighters build a bond together. And that's why when I talked about before, I said the nozzleman knowing the backup man, the backup man knowing the nozzleman, the officer knowing the nozzleman, the backup man, everybody on I'm, I'm using engine because I'm on an engine, but same thing goes with a search team, same thing goes with a vent team. Firefighters knowing each other, knowing their tendencies left and right, in and out, knowing if they if they had a bad day, the other person could pick them up. That's the bond. 
that's the most important part. And that will build situational awareness to know things. And that's when I talk about an air management example. If you practice air management with your crew in various scenarios, and you're monitoring those times, and the key we do, we write, write them down. Write down how long it took to do certain activities, whatever it is, how long it took you to stretch the lines to the third floor of your tower, and what your air consumption was. In all the different scenarios, see if it got better as the scenarios went, if, the, if it dropped as the scenarios went, it tells you the level of, sh of conditioning, not the card, the conditioning you're in, and what you're in. And then if you start noticing on the fire ground, wait a minute, we usually do something similar to this where no one's dropping air about a half a tank, they only drop a quarter or about a quarter. One firefighter drops drastically, then there's a key situational awareness there that we might not be able to complete our assignment as well as we had liked or completely because we have a firefighter now whose air management is not in sync with ours. And it could be for a lot of things, like I said, it could be a, a long shift, a bad day, an off day, under the weather, injured, different things like that. So you just never know what could cause that. But being situation aware helps improve the scene. And and I get into another situation, I get into another example, and I, I bring two more examples into play. I talk about a flashover. Again, fire mags. Read smoke, understanding fire behavior, building construction, all playing into flashover. I'm not getting into a flashover, but the key areas that I spoke on in fire behavior, and everybody knows the key areas of fire behavior. This is where it becomes more important to understand these. And I have a story in the book about my, my own faults as a younger firefighter on the nozzle. And I was unable to, to make that identification. Luckily for me, the Lieutenant knew what was going on, tapped me on my, she was my backup man. She's like, bro, he backed me up. Tapped me on my shoulder, said, we gotta go. I'm not gonna get into the story, but we gotta go. It wasn't like some hero thing. It wasn't no Hollywood thing, but basically said, there's a rollover, you're missing it. I know you're getting tunnel vision here. We got to go. After that happened, we, we got out. We came out, went into our rehab, took all our stuff off. And I said, how did you understand? How did you know that? And he goes, and he explained to me, understanding fire behavior, understanding village instruction. And I'm going to train on, I'm going to train you on this more. I'm going to give you the resources you need and the other guys here, even if they know it, to keep refreshing themselves on understanding that and understanding how the flashover plays into all this and how to identify it with these videos I'll send you and everything else. It was on DVDs at the time, but uh, you can see how long ago this was. Well, this was before smartphones. This was like flip phone time. And it really helped. And I've been doing that ever since. And to this day, I still watch videos on fire behavior and flashovers and everything backdrafts. You just don't know. And you also don't know what you forgot and you don't know what you don't know. But that was another key situation of flashover. He identified the situations in the room and noticed there was a change. But 
what I also get into is ventilation because there's ways to go about that as well with identifying a flashover, ventilation. Not getting into it. It's not really something I want. I don't want to read the book, but when you identify signs of a flashover as an enemy, you know, you have to begin by cooling the atmosphere, moving to a safe location to, to again, begin the fire suppression. So you want to be able to understand that ventilation communication is, is critical with command at that time. You know, let them know what's going on. You don't want to ventilate too soon, everything else. Knowing what type of ventilation to vertical or horizontal, that's another key area, another key situational situation you have to know, understanding fire behavior back there. Fire behavior, fire matics, all that all plays into situational awareness, understanding how ventilation plays into flashover, into fire behavior. And we get I get into that more and more in the book. And I tell the story, kind of I, I do tell the story more in detail about what happened that day. I was just talking about with me being on the nozzle and having that situation where I was tunnel vision pigeonholed on putting a fire out and not really focusing on what was going on around me as probably as much as I should have. So I get into that a little bit more. I talk more about situational awareness of why it's so important. But to this, to this day, I had to, I have to learn. We all have to learn. And in order to do that, you have to go out of your comfort zone and utilize areas outside of the fire service as well you know, to become better at leadership, become better at fire behavior. You, you might not need to know everything, but you need to have that understanding of it and, yet, and be able to identify things in real scenarios. If you ever, if anybody read the book, Art of War, this was one of the earliest teachings and practices of situational awareness, and it was from Sun Tzu in his book, Art of War. And this is why I'm saying going outside of your comfort zone and going out into other areas outside of the fire service. Situational awareness in his book is the awareness to see the bigger picture. To see patterns in a situation others do not or recognize prime decision-making. That's what he's talking about in his book, and that's what situation awareness really, truly gets to be, really is. You can identify where things should happen, but without with interactions that interfere with it, they might not take place. And identify those changes in the environment and around them is the situation awareness again. The last thing that I'm going to talk, I want to say on this and situational awareness is understanding and utilizing. I'll say that again, understanding and utilizing. Utilizing is the key, key word right here. Situational awareness throughout your career can not only save your life, but those you work with and those you're protecting. In the art of war, Sun Tzu says, every battle is won before it is ever fought. And this is another short episode. That's all I have today on situational awareness. A little brief introduction of what the chapter holds. 
situational awareness of the five in the five tool firefighter book. Utilize it to be part of everything you do. It might not be something on the fire ground. It might be something in your daily life that situational awareness can help you with. The chapters in this book are more than just talking about the fire, the fire side of it. It's talking about what you could do in your life. Situational awareness is something you could do in your, in your life. As an athlete, that was key. Like I said, knowing the rules of other people out there, knowing how to back other positions up on the fire ground was the same thing I did when I played college sports, when I played baseball, was being able to under know what the other positions on the field do in any given play to know where I'm supposed to be or what I'm going to expect things are going to be. And if everybody remembers in 2001, the infamous flip play by Derek Jeter in the American League Divisional Series against the Oakland Athletics, when he came out of position, and I'm going to say that with air quotes, out of position, to flip the ball to Jorge Posada at the plate to tag out Jeremy Giambi, may God rest his soul, who just passed away recently, for a tag out at home. Situational awareness. He was he was watching that situation, and he knew that, that, that play was breaking down, and he needed to make a move. And that's what happened. That, that changed the complexity of the series. Again, situational awareness. It goes very deep in our lives. Utilize it. That's all I have today on situational awareness on chapter three of the book. But you can get better. We can always get better. We can always improve ourselves. We can improve our bodies, we can improve our minds. And ways we can do that is, again, or my friends, Origin USA. I keep talking about them. I'm, I love them. Jocko Willing, Pete Roberts. Put a big brand together, Maine America for Americans, for hardworking Americans. Sourced here, right in the country, and, and workout gear. Kettle bags, plyo boxes, Indian clothes. I utilize them to make myself better, physically better, become mentally better. Physical clarity, mental clarity. Vitamin D, another another resource that I use of theirs. Vitamin D, Jocko, Jocko Fuel Vitamin D, and I use a Jocko Go when I need to. Energy in a can by Clean Energy. No added substances, no sugar, none of the caffeine stuff in it. So it's clean energy when I need it. I have posted pictures on, on the fire Tribune's Instagram and the fire is using it, taking it. It helps. So if you want anything, origin made, origin USA, go to the website, originusa.com. FA Tribune, as your, as the promo code at checkout, you get 10% off everything in the store from lifestyle gear, workout equipment, supplements. Like I said, vitamin D, Jocko greens, Jocko mold, kettle bags, pile boxes, Indian clubs, does not matter. Make yourself better. Bring it into the firehouse if you need to. Whatever you got to do, just make yourself better. Or, and it's all sourced here in America without any compromise. The Firehouse Tribune, check us out. Blogs, Kitchen Table Web Series, a monthly webinar live. You guys can participate in it. We have speakers coming on every month. Check out the website, firehousetribune.com slash kitchen table web series. Register. It is totally free. It's about an hour long, maybe a little more than that. If you cannot register, if you do register and you cannot attend to it, it does not matter. 
It is recorded and is posted to our YouTube channel, so you can subscribe to YouTube channel if you would like and watch them at your convenience. Watch them during training sessions. Bring them to training sessions, whatever you want. Watch them anywhere you want. Roundtable discussions on different topics in the fire service. Another great way to always become situation aware, understand your job, be a leader, have the discipline, build yourself to be the best firefighter you can be. And lastly, I would be out would remiss if I don't bring up my brother, Steve Green, who is holding it down at the Fire Alarm Task Force Corp, the president of the corporation, raising money by firefighters to help firefighters in their time of need. Webinars for his are coming out. He's doing one in April, or this one in March of 2022 and April of 2022, different webinars, fire behaviors coming up. They're $20 a ticket. The money does not go to the foundation. It goes to help firefighters in their time of need. Donate and help be a first responder, helping a first responder. And for more on what we spoke about today, pick up the book, The Five Tool Firefighter. It's available on Amazon in paperback and ebook form, and also available in paperback only on the firehousetribune.com slash shop. I urge you guys to pick it up, read the book, utilize the book, share the book. Keep listening to the podcast. Keep getting better at everything you do. Utilize the resources out there. Become the best version of, this, of yourself you can possibly be. Until next time, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired. to today's episode of the five tool firefighter podcast if you like what you heard and you want to hear more please subscribe to our podcast on apple spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts also please leave us a rating and don't forget to pick up the book the five tool firefighter available on amazon at the firehousetribune.com until next time work hard stay safe and live inspired